are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Wednesday, and uh, we got a lot to talk about, a whole lot to talk about based off of a lot of stuff that happened in the NBA yesterday. First, the Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis crash out of the playoffs. Seeing some weird parallels here, and I think they're maybe valid. We'll talk about Giannis and his future, how it mirrors the AD situation in the first segment. Second segment, the all-defensive teams came out. Drew Holiday not listed on either of the first or second teams. Was he snubbed? Yes? No? Maybe? We'll dive into that one. And then finally, Billy Donovan out as the Oklahoma City Thunder head coach. We talked about this on Saturday. We're going to talk about it more today. Let's dive into it all in the Wednesday edition of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get into all of that, don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from the only daily show talking about the biggest stories around the team, just like today, because there's a lot. So go subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's start with what's going to be the biggest story probably for like the next year and a half regarding Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. They crashed out of the playoffs last night, losing to the Miami Heat and looking pretty bad throughout the whole series, other than maybe one game when they really started to play well. But then Giannis got hurt and basically it just looked like they might be kind of cooked in this one. And they were. They lost in five games. It's not particularly great. And it's... Disappointing if you're a Bucks fan, but it's going to be even worse because now all of a sudden the clock is going to really feel like it's ticking on Giannis. And we're seeing shades and parallels to what happened with Anthony Davis and the Pelicans before he ultimately left. And Pelicans fans, you all said this wasn't fair. Like the media needs to stop talking about this. AD said all the right things about staying, wanting to win here, so on and so forth. And it felt like the media was picking on the team, the fan base. And, you know, all of that, the city and, and all of that stuff. But when we look at it in hindsight, now about a year removed from everything, a year and a half removed from everything, they, they were right. Like he wanted out. He wasn't happy with losing, not getting the roster right. Some of the, probably the coaching decisions there too. And it ultimately is part of the reason that he was gone. And you've got to wonder, and I've been told some of this, that maybe Dell Demps was fired sooner rather than later that this could have all been averted and changed, but it didn't happen that way. And they were just never able to get him very far Two playoff appearances once going into the second round and only winning one game in that second round. It just wasn't enough for the success that he wants. These top level guys want to win and want to win titles. And if you're not able to do that, it's disappointing. The Milwaukee Bucks, who had the best record in the regular season, the number one seed overall in the NBA, getting bounced out of the second round of the playoffs, four to one by a five seed, isn't a good look. And if you're competitive, you've got to be upset. And when watching that Bucks team, there were some real limitations from them. Eric Bledsoe was not good. You've got to question their decision to let Malcolm Brogdon walk this past offseason in the summer when they could have paid the luxury tax to keep him, but they didn't acting like a small market team by doing something like that when they really could have used him in this series for sure. 
And you've got to wonder how that weighs on Giannis. That's two years in a row now that they've been bounced out earlier than they were expecting, than they were hoping for. And at a certain point, does he look at this roster and just go, it's not good enough? Is it my coach? And Budenholzer had some damn big glaring issues in this playoff series. Just being stubbornly... Uh, being stubborn and sticking with the system that he put in place that got him all those regular season wins. So it does something well, but at a certain point you have to adapt in the playoffs and he did not look like a coach that was capable of doing that whatsoever. So does now the clock start ticking on Giannis? We've seen this before. It really happened. It just happened with Anthony Davis and the parallels are so similar to the Bucks and Giannis right now. And it sucks. So you're going to have, what feels like the media hovering around like vultures trying to get him out of their trade saying, should he leave? Like saying, if Giannis wants to win a title, should he leave? If he wants to win and try and make the finals, he needs to leave. That sucks. That feels really crappy as a fan base, but it's not wrong. Looking at it with the Anthony Davis stuff, it wasn't wrong. It sucks to hear, right? I get it, but it wasn't wrong. We've seen the recent history that kind of bears this out and it's shitty. Part of this is just the structure of the NBA, that there is still an inherent favoritism, positive bias for big market teams, the Lakers, the Clippers, fuck, even the Knicks, when there shouldn't be. But there is. There is a slight competitive imbalance. Maybe it's not even slight, but we've seen it. And at the same point with how that roster is constructed and all of that money committed to role players, unless they do some big kind of crazy Chris Paul trade or what have you, and I don't even know. And you know what? They've done a very good job of assembling that roster overall other than letting Brogdon walk that maybe they are able to retool on the fly and try and convince him, but they've got to feel like they're in desperation mode right now. After the game, Giannis said all the right things that... You know, I, I'm here. I'm looking forward to trying, you know, bouncing back from this and having success years into the future. But AD said all the same stuff. What are they supposed to say? And maybe he isn't going to make a decision on his future right now. But at a certain point, you've got to wonder if he's thinking about leaving. And if he should leave, I get it. I actually do. So it's unfortunate. It sucks if you're a fan of the Bucks. Bucks fans, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I don't want you guys to have to go through this. It sucked here in New Orleans. I'm saying the word suck a lot, but it's true. But it's also the reality of the situation and the reality of the NBA. And that's not a great spot to be in if you're Milwaukee right now. Good team in the regular season, but you need to get that playoff success. And this was probably the best chance that the Bucs were going to have to win a title. At least if you look at them right now, barring major changes that we can't necessarily predict happening, this was going to be their best chance. And once that chance goes away and you don't take advantage of it, you don't win, It does really make you question the future. And we have to, because that's how it goes here. If we didn't have like precedent on this, we, you know, and we were talking about this. Yeah. Screw, screw me. Screw the rest of the media. Right. But that's not the case. We've got a precedent. We've got history. It's Anthony Davis. We went through it. And I wonder if the bucks, I think the bucks are probably about to go through this themselves. So we'll get into Drew Holiday potentially being snubbed here in a second from the all-defensive team. But before we do that, today's show is brought to you by DoorDash. Between never-ending laundry cycles, incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. And ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contact 
contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, so just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food's going to be left at your door. Contactless delivery keeps the communities that DoorDash operates in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery freeze on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNBA. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNBA. Again, that's code LOCKEDONNBA for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. The only show here with you Monday through Friday, breaking down everything you want to know about the Pelicans. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Drew Holiday didn't make the all-defensive first or second team this season. That marks uh, a difference from the past two years when we made first team and then the second team. Uh, you can call this a snub. And the first team guards are Marcus Smart and Ben Simmons, Smart received uh, 152 votes uh, total points and Ben Simmons 185 total points. I'm not really upset with them in there. It's the second team that you look at this and go, wait, really? Eric Bledsoe finished with 59 total points. Patrick Beverly with 60 total points. Those are the guys on the second team. Chris Dunn, in terms of other players receiving votes and guards, Chris Dunn, 31 points. Kyle Lowry, 23 points. And then Drew Holiday, after two other guys in front of him off of the team with 18 points. So he wasn't anywhere close to making one of these rosters. And I I told you this was going to happen. You could read the tea leaves from the voters and the way they were talking about it after the ballots were due. He wasn't going to make the teams this year. That that was kind of said and done. I think it's a bit of a snub. I want to get upset about this and be like, what the hell? He got screwed on this slighted. I can't though. Like I really want to go hot take on this and at least create some like drama for you guys on the podcast. I'm not good at doing that in general. I really tried to drum up the outrage here, but it's, it's probably about right. You know, I I don't know if Chris Dunn's a better defender than him. Probably in a vacuum. They're not. I think he would be, if you're just picking the best guards that are defenders here in the NBA, like he's up there, right? But he wasn't as good as he normally is this season, uh, particularly for the first two months. He's also a victim of the team's defense not being good. Like That is a big part of this. The Pelicans' defense, particularly for the first couple months of the season, two, three months, was just bad. They finished with a defensive rating of 19th out of 30th. Like You don't really get a ton of accolades when your team defense isn't great. A lot of it, these these teams, the all-defensive teams, do reward scheme. And I think that's a big thing. And when you have team success, it makes you look like a better defender than you are. It also means that there's other good defenders on the roster with you. And maybe you don't need to guard number one options or guard out of position like you normally would if you're Drew Holiday. Patrick Beverly, Eric Bledsoe, a lot of those guys aren't taking the top wing offensive player and drawing that defensive assignment. They're sometimes, not always, still just sometimes guarding the second and third best options offensively. Drew Holiday isn't really doing that. He'll even draw those assignments of bigs too. He's not scared to switch on them and pull the chair out from beneath them. And so that versatility and that much of going at the number one option helps you, right? You look good there. 
but it also hurts you when you're guarding LeBron a lot and no one is good at, Le- at guarding LeBron and no one looks good guarding LeBron and Drew Holiday's doing that more than Patrick Beverly and Eric Bledsoe, it's going to kind of penalize you in a way, fair or unfair in that. And that's what I think happened a lot with Drew Holiday in this. Bad, you know, it's two things. It's just a bad team defense. Like, how do you put someone from the 19th ranked defense on an all-defensive team? You know, let's not talk about the time when they put Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday both on the all-defensive teams and the Pelicans were in like the 20s defensively. But I think that hurts both of uh, both of them, him, in this sort of thing. So yeah, he was probably snubbed. In a vacuum, he's one of the best defensive guards in the league, easily in the top four, maybe in the top two. Him, Marcus Smart, and Ben Simmons, I think, are easily in the conversation for the three best defensive guards. And I don't think it's necessarily close between Bledsoe and Beverly then. But that's not what this award is, unfortunately. It's the same thing. Zion's the best rookie, but it's rookie of the year, not best rookie. This is an all-defensive team for the 2019-2020 season. And Holiday probably wasn't in the top four like again he probably is but at the same point like I can't get that upset kind of given what we saw from the team from him he wasn't the best defender for the first two months like you guys know this you watched it he's good we know what he's capable of doing but at times it seemed like he was underperforming slightly maybe that was a more a bigger increased uh, offensive role that hurts him on the defensive side of the ball and so on and so forth but it just wasn't the best season for him on that side. He probably deserved to make the second team, though. He's probably snubbed to some degree. Just not me screaming, snubbed! But just, like, snubbed. Yeah, I get it. But I can't get that upset about it as much as I want to. He deserves a place on there. Everyone knows it. I think the biggest ringing endorsement for him is all of the players talking about how he is snubbed in this sort of thing. That they really do feel that he should be on there and that uh, you saw Damian Lillard go snubbed and then JJ Redick who's on there of course was also like snubbed too and like yeah so I think that's where um, we were a little bit disappointed to see it that you know the players are giving you that vote that says a lot but the players also want to vote Melo onto the all-star team and Derek Rose so I think that also tells you a little bit about how they view things they kind of get in their mind about this one guy and like that is it so he probably should be on the second team a bit of a snub just not that big of one but he's still going to be up there in this conversation all the time he's still very very good uh just unfortunately a down year for him in the team with that really led probably to some of the shine being taken off of him so we'll get into the news that billy donovan is out officially now as the thunders head coach before we do that though today's show is brought to you by built bar i'm going to make this really simple for you Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. I eat one of these daily for lunch after I work out right around noon. They are delicious. These are the best tasting protein bars I've ever had. It's it's really that simple. I tried other things before. They're chalky. Like you eat them because you want to eat one of these things for lunch or after a workout or before a workout or breakfast or whenever, but you're not necessarily excited about it. Like it is just a means to an end. These I'm excited about because they come in delicious flavors, including new ones like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Those are some of the new flavors. These bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. They are soft. They are easy to chew. They taste delicious. And Built Bar is great for the health conscious person that's looking to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. They got some that are 19 grams 
grams of protein in just 180 calories or 17 grams of protein in only 130 calories. Great for a meal replacement. Now, if you've ever bought Built Bars before through the Locked On promo code, they've reset it because they're relaunching with a new and improved formula, which is even better than it was before. A little bit of the new branding as well. And now they're going to throw in a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code Locked On, and you're going to get $10 off your next order. Use promo code Locked On for $10 off over at BuiltBar.com, even if you've used it uh, before. So again, promo code Locked On for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. All right, we know to subscribe to Locked On Pelicans, but tell a friend about the show as well. No one wants to have that friend who thinks they know basketball, but they don't. Then they talk to you about it, and they're just saying stupid things. Let's help them a little bit by cluing them into Locked On Pelicans, available wherever you get your podcast from. All right, wrapping up today's show, Billy Donovan just talked about him on Saturday, the weekend edition of Locked On Pelicans, a special edition of Locked On Pelicans that uh, just looked at the Oklahoma City Thunder. And then guess what? Billy Donovan... Thunder coach who's out of contract in this year came to a mutual decision with Oklahoma City that he will not be back next year and they are not going to extend him. It sounds like this was amicable. It wasn't really a firing. And it just sounds like the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to go through some transition. That Sam Presti, who runs the Thunder, could not guarantee Billy Donovan about the future direction of the team over the next couple of years. That's a weird thing to say, right? Given that you just took the Houston Rockets who played last night in the playoffs to game seven in the play, uh, in the first round looked really good too, doing it with Chris Paul and a roster that overachieved a little bit, but they're going to go through a rebuild. They want to move that Chris Paul contract. I don't know if they're going to bring Gallinari back next year and it wasn't going to be the same roster. And for a team that's deep into the luxury tax, they, their ceiling was what we saw seven games in the first round. Maybe you get into the second round, but that's about it. And that is a lot, a lot of money to be spending on a tax team like that and a deep in the luxury tax team at that. So they want to kind of tear it down, rebuild, and it makes sense. They're a small market. Uh, they're, you know, acting like a small market right now, team. That's kind of how it goes. It goes back to what we talked about in the first segment. There, there's a disadvantage there. There, there just is, and it sucks. And the NBA's tried to address it, and they've done an okay job at times, but these are also just the realities of a situation. So with that in mind, they're probably going to tear it down. And if you're Billy Donovan, who's 55, who's been there for five years, has a 61% winning percentage, you probably just don't want to stick around for a rebuild like this. You want to go somewhere else and be more competitive. So they came to the mutual decision that it's just not best for them to continue on with this. It's just kind of one of those things where circumstances have caused it to run its course. So now Billy Donovan is a free agent. It sounds like the Chicago Bulls are interested in him. Same for the Philadelphia 76ers. And he should absolutely be at the top of the Pelicans wish list. If you want to know more about him as a coach, go listen to the show that I did on Saturday where we dive into a little bit of what he's accomplished there, what he does as a head coach. He's good. He's adaptable to the players he has in different circumstances. We just talked about Budenholzer, Coach Bud, just being rigidly strict and stubborn in the way he approaches things. That is not what Donovan does. And I think that's a very good thing here. He's had a lot of success. He's coached star players. Bringing a guy like that in, I think, is a really good idea for New Orleans. It might not be the direction that they go, but this is a guy who's a very good coach and will make a positive impact on whatever team he ends up with next. This also means Chris Paul's got to be out. Maybe to the Bucks. Like, if they could swing a, a wild trade for Chris Paul, like, yeah, you should probably try and do something like that. But they're going to probably not be in the Western Conference playoff race next year. Though, I don't know if they will move Chris Paul 
this offseason. They might hold on to him till the trade deadline next year when maybe there's some more clarity about different things, other assets become available because I don't think they're just going to move him for nothing. They want an asset in return and with how he played in the playoffs and in the bubble, he's certainly shown his value to NBA rosters. So I expect they'll be able to move him. Maybe not right now, but maybe in the future. But that means that Billy Donovan is officially available and yeah, would love to see him here in New Orleans. I have no doubt he's going to be on the short list of coaches. Maybe not the way they go, but they should at least interview him. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. Thank you to DoorDash for sponsoring today's show. Use promo code LOCKEDONNBA. And of course, Built Bar. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off over at BuiltBar.com. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at NOLAJake on Twitter. Back with you all tomorrow.